0: Simon Ball, both 36 years old, and with 15 minutes of ballcomes hidden behind him, gives no signs of carrying the
1: end of his amazing career. Art Buck is now number one, the most prolific best receiver in the national football League history. Tresdown, watching the next year. This is Heavy Hold Football, the original Redskins Fans Podcast. On today's show, we talk about the Redskins' victory over the Jacksonville Jaguar, playing the spoilers mate. We talk about how Dallas cannot finish better than the Redskins this year. The O-line report, injuries, signings, cuts, the Pro Bowl, game balls, the the ball, and much more. Live here, Josh Dunn.
0: Yo, yo, yo! What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo! What's happening? Ooh,
1: hoo, hoo. What's up?
0: How many wins in overtime is that for the Redskins this year? I, oh
1: my I think gosh. three I think we're like three of five in overtime is that wrong? Probably that's
0: wrong. three of four and the other games we won by we won by like a point.
1: dude, we're undefeated in overtime in the last week <laughs> in uh, the last week yes man
0: dude. well what what is this episode we're episode two hundred and thirty nine right welcome to episode
2: two thirty nine
1: yeah. Did you see? Hey, no. did you guys happen to see who had an impact in this game?
2: Did you happen to remember to thank our sponsor first?
1: Oh, hold on. No. Okay. Like yes, I th- would like to thank our sponsor, our benevolent sponsor, <laughs> David Lee of David Lee Legal Services, and also That's our right. sponsor from this week, Pete from Little Rock. And Pete sends right. a personal message: Dallas still sucks. sucks.
0: Thanks, Pete from Little Rock. We appreciate your sponsorship this week. If you would like to sponsor an episode of Harry Hawk Football, you can do so by going to our website, HarryHawkFootball.com, and on the left-hand side, scrolling down and clicking on Donate. And uh, you know, we'll either mention you or uh, you know, we'll we'll thank you for sponsoring uh, that week's podcast, depending on what you yeah. might decide to donate: a dollar, five dollars, twenty, five hundred. Whatever you feel like, uh, helps us stay on the air. So we appreciate everybody that's logging in, even those people that are just giving a buck or something like that. So it's
2: great. Yes, sir.
1: Yeah. I hope everyone had a good Christmas and enjoyed that victory against the Jaguars. I'm sure Colts fans did near where I live. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I did have a good Christmas. Did you guys have a good
1: Christmas? Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. It was great. It was great. Really Christmas. That's great.
1: It was awesome. an excellent day, of Christmas. Awesome, filled with food uh, and
0: and, yeah. and to top it all off, the Redskins put a win on the board, which is like an additional bonus little piece of candy in my uh, Christmas sock that hangs over my non mantle.
1: Hey,
2: non mantle, dude.
1: <laughs> dude, speaking of the skins win, can I dub this the Scrubs victory episode? Because how many Scrubs? I think do that's Rhythm a great
2: feel? one. Yeah, because good God. Who, who the hell's playing on defense now?
1: Now, I wanted to point Scrubs. something out. My boss, I talked to him, and he was like, man, I can't believe they got a win, even though I never heard of half of those guys. And then he said, at least they wanted to play. I'd rather have them on there than guys that get paid millions of dollars and don't want to play. True.
2: Like, and Tru- there you go. And that pretty much sums that? up the Dan Snyder era. Yep. Error. Right there.
1: Yeah, the Scrubs yep. stepped in and did a good job. What about... um? What's his face? Uh, Barnes in the uh, safety Kevin spot.
0: Barnes.
2: Kevin Barnes, who didn't even play safety in college, even though he hit like one when he played for Maryland. Mm-hmm. If anyone saw that, uh, that wood that he laid down on that guy from uh, California made him throw up on the field a few years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, the guy. He, he he You know he started off bad and he ended up saving the game for us um, after. Gerard Gerard got pressured, threw a pick. Mm-hmm. We kicked a field goal. Gino had two field goals, his first two field goal kicks since the uh, that debacle of a game against Tampa Bay, and redeemed himself. It was great. Yeah. Was Merry, great Christmas.
1: Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, it was it was a pretty outstanding game. Um, wasn't the most exciting game to watch, but. Sure. Then again, there aren't many Redskins games that are.
2: <laughs> well, when you have guys named Darian Scott and Joe Rob John. Jackson and Macho Harris and JoJo Joe Joseph, and we're going to talk more about him later, and people like that, wait, who contributing on the field instead of people like Albert Hainsworth, Laron Landry. Um, part of the way through there, we lost. We lost. Um, Dick's gloves wearing. Uh, Number twenty two, Carlos Rogers. <laughs> he
1: might have uh, you know, Kever Golston's
2: out for the year. Um Kimo Iatu, he does not count. Um it, it's who the hell is out there? I couldn't even tell a bunch you. Bunch of guys was out who want on, to play.
1: I can't tell you who was out there on defense, but they were doing a pretty good job. Even though the other team did not have the bowling ball, Maurice Jones drew.
2: Big difference. They still did a good job. Big difference there. I don't care that, who you playing. That was a big difference right there. That that Maurice Jones Drew was out.
1: But but let me ask you this question: Was it yeah. a bigger difference that their team playoff, maybe playoff bound team, was missing one player, or the fact that our entire defense was scrubs?
0: Dude, our defense was shattered.
1: I mean, because if they relied more really on that one player,
2: a big deal that MJD was out because he's an MVP candidate. He's been an MVP candidate the last three years, I think, in the league. Dude. What, do you have 11 touchdowns going into that game?
1: Dude, I'm not I'm. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying, who was hurting more than missing one guy or us missing like eight? Yeah.
2: <laughs> but being able to replace him with a bunch of guys that were, you know, working at 7-11. It was like the movie The Replacements, which is, of course, based on the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. You know, it was. <laughs> True. It really was. I mean, it was like. It was like the replacements. This guy was watching on his couch last weekend. You know, this you know, Macho Harris was playing flag football a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Macho Barnes was backup yeah. cornerback. Uh, and the reds and these guys, JoJo, these was, guys all came together and and just played their guts out to probably spoil the playoff aspirations for one team, and hopefully we'll be able to do so again this weekend.
1: I hope so. That'd be so awesome because I've been wanting a Giants victory for how long? Five years? Years. Years. Almost as much as I wanted them to beat the Cowboys. You guys know I've been saying it. Plus, after getting smacked down the last time we played them, I want this victory. I am pumped for this game. (laughs) It's going to be the great way to ring in the new year, beating the Giants.
0: It would be, definitely. It would be a great way to finish the season with a, you know, division rival. Put a win on the board there. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Who we always seem to lose to. Always. Why is that? Uh, it's probably because we always lose to him.
1: Dude, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. What was up Pass. with Chris Cooley? Seriously. Dude, he had a horrible first
0: half. I know we're going to
1: talk Hands about Hands of stone. God.
0: Horrible. Horrible first half. Aaron, you texted me and said he's cut next year.
1: No, I said I he's tra- traded. No,
2: no, 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 he tra- no, he didn't because he said – Eric told me he said, you know what Josh is going to say on the podcast, that I said that Cooley should be cut next year, and that's not what I texted him. I texted no, yeah. him he should You're be right. traded. He totally that, called we can get, Because <laughs> we can he get totally something for him, it. dude.
1: We you totally can get him. something for him, but this is what I'm thinking. With uh, Pony Boy coming up, Fred Davis <laughs> stepping up a little bit. I mean, Fred
2: Davis can't block him. He can't block anything.
1: Okay, but I'm just saying, dude. I can't. I don't really know how uh, Ponyboy is at blocking. I haven't been able to watch him close enough to get a good read on that. But with those two guys getting more and more playing time, that makes tight end one of our, even though we don't have that many expendable positions, we could use some draft picks. You know what I'm saying? And Chris Cooley could be one way to get one or two draft picks. Now,
2: I agree that Chris Cooley had a bad game, and I have dogged on him in the past. Not as much as you have historically on the podcast throughout the years, but I have dogged on him in the past. But i got to say that he has been a big part of the team as far as blocking, mm. um, especially when you have some piece of crap like Stefan Heyer playing right tackle who can't block. He he probably blocks worse than Fred Davis, well, yeah. so you gotta stick a a tight end over there to help him, and Cooley's been doing a lot of that this year, especially when hire's been in,
1: yeah, but dude, so, if we get if we get a tackle that can actually do his job with the draft pick that we would get for trading Cooley, then maybe we wouldn't have to keep one of our tight ends to block all the time uh, perhaps uh, you guys aren't putting true. much of a, of an argument about this,
0: well, I don't know. I think Cooley is is a valuable tight end, and that uh, that we just need to, I think we just need to live with. This. He's going to have a bad game every now and again. I don't think he's getting worse. I don't think he's going to help us that much in trades and other stuff. I think we just need to wait and see and hang on to him. I think he's a valuable asset.
1: I think he's. I think I think good. Aaron, your argument has credence. I think he's, but because ever since he tied the knot with the cheerleader, he's been going downhill.
2: <laughs> and you have said that. Many times in the past. What is he, I like the Andre that.
0: Agassi of football or something? Um, like ever since he in what married Brooke Shields? I mean, you know, that was Oh, yeah.
2: Well, well, that, in like... fact, it was like using crystal meth <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I don't know if which he Which is he probably was... because he was married to Brooke Shields. I don't think he He's no longer was, married was to Brooke Matt. Shields, of course, but, you know. Right. That,
1: that, yeah, good. When good, he was married to right. Brooke
0: Shields, it was like
1: he went downhill. Well, anyway. This is true. All I'm saying is. Is that I think Chris Cooley has lost a step and he's still valuable. Valuable enough for us to get some much more needed draft picks in order to shore up some other position. You're you're thinking the Patriot way.
2: All right, fair enough. I think I think with a team that is uh was four and twelve the year before and has been in the midst of a complete blow up and rebuilding under the Shanties, um I mean that is something that they're probably thinking about, and I, I I can't say I can't disagree with that argument. I can't say that there's no way we should do that. There's no way we should trade Cooley. I mean, you know, I think that's an option that they should keep open for sure.
1: So yeah. let us know what you guys think out there. Send us an email at redskinsfanatharryhogfootball dot com, or give us a call dot at the com. Hog Line one seven seven Harry Hog, and let us know what, what you what? think about the Cooley debate.
2: One seven seven Harry Hog
1: um that's just a local call to uh where is it josh? seattle washington or something <laughs> no no
0: i think i think it's somewhere in the northeast i'm not sure but it's uh it doesn't cost you anything if you i mean who pays for long distance nowadays anyway most of us just use our cell phones and uh you know wouldn't call
2: anyone yes and if you call the number and leave a message um and if it's funny or if it's dumb or it, you know, if it's unique <laughs> it's in any dumb. way, we'll probably play part of it on the next podcast. Yeah, that's right. So be warned or be ready.
1: Yeah, the livelier the better. So anyway, um, <laughs> moving forward, what do we got next? Is this a strike year? Are these scabs playing for us? Yeah, they kind of look like scabs. We just talked about that. It,
2: it's it's like the it's like the replacements. It really is. So, that's cool. I mean, dude, and, and, and I read in an article this week, I think it was Joseph Smith, who writes for the AP, who does a lot of Redskins coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, he was saying things. Uh, he was talking about the people who had their firsts um, playing in this game. For instance, do you guys remember who it was? Like Rob Jackson, I think, had his first sack. And, of course, Kevin Barnes had his first uh, interception mm-hmm. in the National Football League. So, that was pretty cool. You know, some of these guys are getting their first, uh, you know, their first, Numbers In their uh, football career
1: Pretty nice And they actually want to play football and it shows Mm -hmm. Um, This was an interesting point That John pointed out Dallas cannot finish With a better record than the Redskins this year That's right
0: Excellent (laughs) So
1: So I'm curious
2: As far as tiebreakers go If we happen to beat the Giants this weekend And Aaron says that we might
1: I said that we and will. Dallas, don't you remember my precarious Oh, Aaron's predictions? calling it. I called Aaron's it from week one, real. dude. Week one, I called it.
2: Oh, that's true. Um, and if Dallas, who is Dallas playing this weekend? I don't know. It's probably some cream puff because they were uh, trying to set them up to be in the Super Bowl in their own stadium this year like they always do. No, they're actually playing at Philly. Who is playing right now as we record this podcast? Because they were too wussy to play on Sunday night. Well, according to the NFL.
1: Anyway, so so all right. That's so if Dallas of, uh, wins. Eighteen inches of snow they had, right?
2: Oh yeah, whatever. Green Bay plays with that every week. <laughs> so if Dallas wins,
1: then and we win, we'll both end with Buffalo. the same record. But who will end last in the division? Because at that point, I would hope it would be us, so we get a better uh, draft pick.
2: Yeah, truly. But then again, do you really want to finish behind Dallas? Oh, sick it's for any reason it's
1: better than finishing in front of them <laughs> um moving on uh, moving forward um anyway it's uh here here franco american spaghetti show them your old face it's time for the o line report with John O-Line report why is
2: it with me why does the O line report always gotta be with me?
1: Haven't you ever noticed two hundred and thirty nine episodes in that every time I remember to do some kind of little sound bite intro, it's always with John Adams. It's always
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That just means I don't um, feel like talking and I figure you take John over the, uh, the I,
2: I only got I've only got one thing to say about the O line, which is what I said a little bit earlier. Stefan Heyer sucks.
1: He is horrible, dude.
2: He is bad.
1: Yeah, because I, I was talking to Mark. Bad. I was talking to Mark, who was watching the game. He was like, I was like, the O line was playing pretty pretty good. And he was like, I don't know. I saw Rex Grossman get crushed a few times. And I was like, hold on. That was because of Stefan Heyer. I don't consider him.
2: Part Every of the O-line. single time it was because of Stefan Higher. And
1: some linebacker that just kept <laughs> blowing past him.
2: Uh-huh, they kept putting that number 50-something guy over there against him because they figured out real fast. They were like, Stefan hires him because the other dude has the flu is what it turned out.
1: Oh, he did? Because I couldn't find out anywhere what was wrong with Jamal Brown.
2: They said that he had the flu and he just kept getting worse all week so he couldn't play.
1: All right, well, that's better than like a hip injury again.
2: Yeah, yeah. He should have taken was, flu Like shot. you were saying, Aaron, that they was he was supposedly completely uh, healthy and then,
1: yeah. Yeah, there was an article about it. I think in the post about how he was completely healthy and was feeling better and he was ready to go and how he had like had to wait for some kind of scar tissue in his hip to loosen up before he'd be able to not play with pain and apparently it loosened up a few games ago. Uh I think that's like the uh medical term for it. No, break loose was the medical term for it. Apparently it was all just doesn't t-
2: sound like it would be a good
1: thing. But anyway, eesh. well, I don't know, but apparently it broke, <laughs> it broke loose, and now he can break loose. loose, and maybe we can have Stefan Hire break loose and go to another team or, or dude. work at the Seven Eleven or something. Because dude, he's going
2: to be playing him? for the Virginia Destroyers next year. Dude. Is that
0: kind of like when you spent the day at Golden Corral and you know later that night you kind of got a cliffhanger and you're just waiting for it to break loose so you can finish up doing your business? Uh.
1: Uh Hey dude, say that reminds me. Remember the time we <laughs> went to that smorgasbord in um
0: Thanks for the crickets. Come on, seriously.
1: <laughs> dude, remember that time we went to the smorgasbord in Pennsylvania?
2: Uh yeah. You mean the FBF?
1: Yeah. And, Absolutely, I do. And then Josh had something break loose later that night. I had a busted gut, man. <laughs> he busted I had to go to stuff. the
0: hospital. I had to go visit some little uh, woman down in Chinatown because we lived in New in New York. The only thing I could get to work for me was she gave me some nasty tasting herbs, and like five minutes later, she was like, "Stick out your tongue," and I did. She's like, "Oh, you eat too much," <laughs> and then she like, <laughs> she like gave me some nasty tasting herbs, and then like five minutes later, I felt completely better.
1: Did she really say, oh, you eat too much just by looking at your no, tongue? No, but
0: she did say, stick out your tongue. She's like, you heard here. And she kind of poked me, you know, like in my gut. And I was like, yes. So don't knock at me. That's... Uh... Those, the guys at the St. Sell Vincent's you this Teaching Hospital, animal. they were trying to like probe me and stuff. And they were like, <laughs> what did he say? He said, please, sir,
1: may I have another? They didn't try to Seriously. probe you, dude. They did probe you. No kidding. I like, dude, <laughs> dude, I was like, I'm out of here. Anyway, out of here. back to football. Did you enough say that before or after my you got medical to medical history. Seriously. Anyway, back That's to the football and the O-line history. report. Stefan Heyer mm-hmm. sucked, but mm-hmm. overall I think the offensive line did a pretty good job. They opened some holes for Ryan Terrain, and I'm sure one of you guys has his stats available. I think he had around 70 yards or something like that.
2: I think it was right at 70 yards plus uh, – he had that one touchdown, and most no, he was at sixty-five yards and touchdown. And
1: most of the time, um, Grossman had enough time to throw the ball, and uh, most, of the, most time, of the time, Cooley dropped the ball.
2: <laughs> Good God, hands of stone. He still and Cooley still ended up with five catches for forty-eight yards in that game. He should have had. He had nine. dropped four other ones. He would have led the team in reception. If he
1: wouldn't have dropped them, he would have had nine catches and one for touchdown. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, maybe more. Anyway, um, I guess that's the O line. He wouldn't report. have had to
2: seed a touchdown to Fred Davis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Aaron's new dog.
1: So, do we have anything else on the O line report? Um,
2: Other than Stefan Higher.
1: cut.
2: Um, I don't think so.
1: Trent Williams continues to play strong all season, which is good to see.
2: Trent Williams is going to be a beast for a long time to come. Great mm-hmm. draft pick.
1: And what were, who Speaking were, of you
2: guys who have been injured, dudes.
1: Who were the other scrubs that were in there? Lichtensteiger and... Um,
2: Lichtensteiger. Will Montgomery? I think he's in there all the time now.
1: Dude... Um. I also wanted to point out before I forget about it. I thought Adam Carriker had a pretty Mm. good game on defense.
2: Even like Carriker, Vonnie Holliday had a pretty good game.
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, what's his face? One Man Gang played pretty well.
2: He played pretty well. What about that big FBF dude that was uh, stuffing up the middle? (laughs) Anthony Bryant.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what was
0: up with that dude? Was an FBF man. That dude,
2: that dude is tipping closer to four hundred than anything else. That, that dude's got to be up in the 370 range, 380. This dude was like chipped beef in a uniform.
1: <laughs> dude, that guy. <laughs> that guy, you know he had the largest jersey they made on, and that thing looked like dude, a sausage dude, wrapper was, on him. Uh, <laughs> it
0: was. It was a salami wrapper, man.
1: He dude, was huge, like, man.
0: He was busting out of
1: that thing. Dude, but at least oh he wants gosh. to play, unlike Haynesworth. And And this is true. What did they have rushing? I, I I mean, I know they didn't have Maurice Jones-Drew, but what was their rushing? Because that we were stuffing it better than I've seen us stuff the run all year.
2: They ended up um, seventy-eight yards rushing compared to our seventy-nine yards rushing on the game on the day.
1: Really? Didn't seem like they had. They had one
2: less rush than us. uh, Twenty-three rushes to our twenty-four.
1: Huh. Well. It didn't seem like they did that well. One of those rushes was Gerard. remember, running it in for the touchdown? Which right,
2: which was uh, Kevin Barnes's fault, I think. So he had to atone for that, and he did, big time.
1: Oh, yeah. And while we're still talking about the game, um, refs, seriously. There was no way that was an interception in the zone. And then there was another play we got ripped on, that fumble. Although it looked like he may have had it.
2: Yeah, that one, yep. that one was kind of questionable, but that pick in the end zone, seriously. Foot, seriously.
1: Josh, what did you think about that one? Uh, which one are
0: we talking about again?
1: The pick in the end zone. The pick. The pick. The pick. Dude, the pick mm. that over Santana Moss where he only got one foot in and they reviewed it.
0: I thought he was on the line. He stepped on the line with that other foot. I don't think he should have counted that. Uh that first hand touching it, if that's what he did, because he had no control.
1: Yeah, he had no control even when the second one touched on the line because Santana Moss was knocking the ball around in there. Yeah, he was moving the
2: ball around, and then it got knocked out. There was no – it was just absolutely ridiculous.
1: I think everyone was completely
0: astounded that that was not overturned. I don't understand. Somebody was putting money in somebody's pocket on that
1: one. Including Mr. I'm-going-to-take-the-average-casual-football-watcher – Technique on every position. Oh, uh What's his name? Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan. Seriously, dude, you're doing the one technique in the a gap. And blah blah. It's like, dude, see, that's the no one cares. That's the dude. That's the same crap that Gruden
2: does every week on Monday Night Football. It's like, dude, quit trying to be all like cool technical. Just talk about the game.
1: Yeah, like I'd much rather hear. It's like, it like you're trying to make yourself sound cool. <laughs> that guy sucks because his technique is bad, rather than he should have his right toe turned out a bit in the A-gap.
2: Yeah, it's, it's it's like rude. He's like, that guy did the A-gap, and he did a double-twist, fanny-tail, blue-tail hike <laughs> method there, and now that that was just terrible form. I know,
1: dude. Seriously. <laughs> You're not cooler than I can't yourself. wait for him to be the
2: coach of Dallas. Oh,
1: man. Oh, man.
2: In any event, let's anyway. do the injury report,
1: dudes. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, dude. I'll do the injury report, but I don't have music for it. I keep forgetting to put it in here. So, seriously, and now the injury report <laughs> with Josh Allen. I
0: haven't got time for the pain. <laughs> I haven't got time for the pain. <laughs> uh, injuries. The defense. Defense is injured.
1: Well, Carlos Rogers got injured in this game. Uh. <laughs> feelings. His feelings. Carlos, Defense. you know what
2: happened to Carlos Rogers is when that ball hit him in the hands and his dick's gloves, and then it bounced around a little bit, and then he pulled it in. He probably sprained every finger on both of his hands. <laughs> so he's probably out with eight sprained fingers, two sprained <laughs> thumbs, and one hurt feelings.
0: And
1: four hangnails. And one, yeah, one hurt feeling. And a hole and in one his hurt
0: one ingrown, two ingrown nails on his pinky fingers. <laughs> he's got
1: an injured he's got wrist, some kind
0: of corn that pops up after that. So
1: what happened? That to was a period. huge
2: pick on his part. You got to say Dude, I mean, it was. That huge. was a huge, was. huge turnover. It was. And I think huge. that ties him for his career high in a season with two. And did you notice <laughs> that before the game they two. showed a little video of him, <laughs> A little before
0: the game? They showed a little video of him <laughs> taking off the DuPont Teflon gloves and throwing them down and, put and putting it, on some like old ratty gloves. He didn't put on some Dix like, gloves. He got off the he, he took the Teflon gloves off.
1: What I was thinking was is that he basically was just wearing regular old like those gloves you wear around the yard to, like, exactly. <laughs> pull weeds that cost 99 cents. you like weed-pulling gloves. I think he had those on, you know, with the little, like, rubber uh, round <laughs> spots that are supposed to give you grip. I think he was listening to our podcast and heard about the Dick's Gloves at Dick's and went and, like, finally bought some. That, he was watching that, uh,
0: that Bud Light commercial or whatever it is where they spray the sticky stuff on their hands. He's like, I gotta get me some of
1: that. And then he found out that that was illegal and he'd have to sell it. Settle for the dicks gloves. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe what then,
2: happened is he sprayed that stuff on his hands, and he got that pick, even though he almost dropped it. And then a little bit later, he was like, "Man, I hope the offense goes on a long sustained drive because I gotta pee." And then he ran into the locker room or into like one of the. Well, oh, they weren't on. They weren't at home, so he ran into the locker room to go pee. No,
1: he ran he into one of like those. Get the little little stuff off his hands. No, he ran into one of those. And that's how things. he
2: got injured.
1: John, he, he ran into. He ran into Shouldn't have. He ran into the what? Those little lean twos on the side of the field. Yeah, but the,
2: if they were at FedEx Field, it would have been one of those little little uh, plywood lean tos But wherever he went, he probably pulled his pants down and forgot to take <laughs> off the uh, the spray. So it got. Stuck. I don't know if we're gonna see him again this week. And weekend. then he pulled. But anyway, the yeah, this did this. Uh, that Paul is crying. with his right <laughs> hand. Maybe he thought,
1: oh, he thought, holy! No he I can't believe I great. caught
0: that. I got to go to the bathroom and take a dump now. <laughs> and you know he's was about to crap his pants because he caught it. He was so excited. So then he goes to the bathroom, and next thing you know, he's got hemorr- hemorrhoids and he can't play.
1: Anyway, I'd much rather hear this potty talk than Tim Ryan talk <laughs> about a <laughs> gap <laughs> penetration and stuff like that. <laughs> Oh. Oh, oh
2: dearie, dearie, dear.
1: Anyway, oh my God, what were we talking about again? Was this the injury report? I yeah. think we're what talking happened? about
2: the injury report. What That's happened the in this injury episode? Report so all Merlin. that,
1: what all that came down to that long explanation <laughs> was that Carlos <laughs> Rogers pulled his groin. <laughs> but what really happened to him? That is
2: that is an unconfirmed uh, injury report how about, by Harry how about Football. This? Unconfirmed, you
0: guys. You guys call in our our number. Uh, What's our phone number? 77, Harry Hogg. And you leave us a message and tell us how you think Carlos Rogers really got hurt this week. And we'll put it on the podcast next
2: week. He got some spray 77 on his hand.
0: (laughs) We want to hear the story. If you've got the inside scoop and it better be good, let us know. He should be seventy seven
2: for three. All right. Yeah, and if you call and leave a message about that, and it's funny, we will put it on the next podcast. But you you got to keep it at least as clean as we do. That's right. Which isn't saying much. Keep it clean, because we don't have
0: time to beat that stuff out.
2: That's true. And I did go uh, uh, double-check the records, and he did, in fact, tie his career record um, for two interceptions, or with two interceptions this season, his career record for interceptions in one season.
1: That's like two less than D'Angelo Hall had in that game against the Bears. (laughs)
2: In any event, other people who got hurt and may be back this weekend, um, Arakpo might be back for the final finale. Um, he might okay. be? That's about it. That's about the only one that's really important, I think, actually.
1: I hope he comes back.
0: I'd like to see him finish. But, you know, if it's going to cause any long-term injuries, I'd rather just see him sit
1: it out, honestly. Yeah, I saw that he might, too, and I was surprised, but he probably wants to revenge, you know. He's probably mad about that last game against the Giants, just like we are. He I, probably is.
0: i got to say something since Arakpo was out. Um, it makes me think of Andre Carter, and, I, you know, I've always been an Andre Carter fan since he's come to Washington. I think he's, uh, he's good for the team, and it, I think it was good to
2: see him play this week. It was good to see him play and really get some action out there, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but he still just kind of looks awkward as a linebacker.
2: Yeah, he he's does. try but you know he's given a hundred percent is the thing. You know, like unlike some other people, he even though he's really, really struggled with the switch to linebacker, he's really given it his all. And Aaron, that's a really good point because when he was in there making plays like on Gerard back there in the backfield, he was lining up as a defensive end. So yeah, you know, true. it's it's use the guys, use them to their strengths. Don't just try to force them to be a linebacker. Especially a guy like that that's been playing for, what, 10 seasons or so? Yeah.
0: But dude is smart.
2: Dude is smart. Yeah. You know? All right. Well, there we go. Injury report. Nothing else is really all that important. Hopefully, Iraq will be back. Um, honestly, hopefully, Carlos Rogers will be back because we could use him as far as, you know, everybody else being injured in the secondary because Kevin Barnes is playing. Um, safety. Reed Dowdy may not be back. For the last game, it's not looking good for him. Um, it's looking doubtful. It's looking doubtful. Dowdy- oh, ho, ho, looking Yeah, good one, Doubtful. And um, Kareem Moore, they're not sure if he's going to be able to play this weekend or not. And really, Shanahan, I think he wants to see if a lot of these guys that had their big, big debut and with uh, extended playing time last weekend will be able to build on that in the second game in the season finale or if they'll have that a bit of a sophomore slump where they're not quite as fired up for the second game you
1: know what i mean yeah i know what you mean dude we even saw jojo in there didn't we
2: we saw jojo in there joe joseph
1: (laughs) dude jojo i literally was watching the game and they showed this joe joseph guy and i was like who is that
2: And I was like, "Didn't you hear we signed him yesterday on Christmas?"
1: I was like, "No, I'm sorry." Speaking
2: of signings, we signed him on Christmas, which was yesterday when we were watching the game.
1: And now he's already Mm -hmm. got a DUI on the way home from the stadium, so he's probably (laughs) going to be. Well,
2: we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Um, Who's
1: Sheriff Rashad anyway?
2: I think it's Sharif
1: I'm calling him apostrophes on the beginning. I'm calling it's him
2: like Sheriff. You know, Omar or Maybe it's Sheriff.
1: I'm calling him I a Sheriff. Know. If you're going to be a safety, I don't it's like a good them. name. I don't, I, I don't like
0: calling him That's Sheriff
2: a... because it makes me think of Cowboys. But he is a safety. That's kind of a cool name if you're a safety.
1: What does a cowboy sure. have to do with Sheriff?
2: You know, it's like Old West. Cowboys and they sheriffs. Both, they both carry guns. and they... Oh, okay. They both have a star.
1: All right, all right. Uh... Okay, well, I'm calling him Sheriff because, um, I think it's a cool name sheriff Rashad is he I think he's the sheriff. son of Felicia Rashad Omar
2: um maybe ahmad
1: and Omar ahmad Rashad. he's the son of Felicia and ahmad Rashad <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I really yeah. don't he's a safety, but you know what the way Kevin Barnes is playing, I think they'll just go with him and uh. We'll be okay for one more game. We also cut some guy that I didn't know that was on the team.
2: Hmm. Um, some guy named Jeremy Clark. Well, I think we just signed him last week. Anyway, he got cut.
1: cut.
2: Cut and uh and uh speaking of JoJo and this DUI thing, where what do you guys think? Do you think we just need to cut him straight up? Cut <laughs> cut. Probably cut. But you know,
1: I think we need to cut.
2: So that that brings up a very big argument that I've had that I've been getting really disappointed. I've been really getting pissed off about it. I'm very disappointed in Roger Goodell and the NFL upper brass on this particular subject. They've been coming down on guys for the hits to the head and for personal conduct, what people do off the field and things like that. People being suspended multiple times for thing, all sorts of different things. You get a DUI, they don't do anything.
1: And you can kill people doing that. (laughs) Well,
2: the one dude, who is it, Dante Stallworth, did that, and he got suspended for a year. But if you don't kill anyone, you just get arrested for a DUI, or in Joe Joseph's case, a single car accident and suspicion of a DUI, because it's officially suspicion of DUI with him, so I guess he didn't take the uh, breathalyzer, I don't know. Um, The NFL doesn't do anything. Braylon Edwards with the Jets this year, Mike Williams, the wide receiver, the rookie from Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. um, Ronnie Brown, the running back with Miami, all DUIs this season. Nothing from the NFL.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing the way they are so cavalier about the whole DUI thing. Yet, if someone uh, taps makes me, the wonder because
2: there's so much money in NFL is made through alcohol sales and alcohol advertisements. Do you think it's something to do with that? I don't. That just popped into my head.
1: I don't think that has anything to do with it personally.
2: So why is Roger Goodell coming down on so many different things, but he's so slack about people driving while intoxicated or driving under the influence?
1: Well, maybe part of it is, if you think about what he's coming down on, the helmet-to-helmet hit and all that kind of junk, well, that stuff is stuff that he can... um, control because it's
2: well he dude he's also coming down on things like people you know ben roethlisberger hasn't been convicted of anything he's been charged with a couple of sexual assaults
1: oh, that's yeah. something
2: that affects other people that's but he hasn't been convicted
1: yeah i guess and you're he right. missed
2: what three games
1: yeah you're right you're right i was gonna say well maybe the stuff on the field he you know that's his realm and he leaves the other stuff to the law but yeah you're right on that
2: he doesn't do that. It's very selective, and I, for the most part, I like what he's been doing with the, with the league, with all this uh, discipline stuff, because it obviously needed it. The way that people were just running rampant, and there was no discipline for people whatsoever mm-hmm. um, outside of the law, and the law was being very slack at that time as well.
1: When, here's a question understand. for you: When was the last time an NFL player actually missed a game because they were in jail due to a DUI? In jail. I don't think ever. That's what I'm saying. They always get... Well,
2: you usually get released usually the next day, even if it's a DUI, unless there's a death involved. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's usually something that people get released the very next day. Oh, okay. And I've also heard that the (laughs) the union has come down and said that you can't suspend a player for that kind of thing. That's one of the problems um, involved. There's a problem with that. Um, But I remember hearing Herm Edwards, and I can't remember who he was talking about, but it was when he was coaching, I can't remember if it was with the Jets or with the Chiefs, but he had a player get a DUI, and it was a well-known player, and I can't remember the name, but he said that he took that player aside and he said, I don't give a damn what the players' union said. You're going to stand next to me on the sidelines for the entire game, and you're not going to play, and you're not going to have a problem with it either. And that's what he did, and he was like, I don't give a damn what the union says. And nothing ever really came of it. So I think it's really irresponsible for, one, the commissioner, and two, for the teams not to do something about this. Because the Joe Joseph, they've said through the the – or the Washington Redskins have said that Joe Joseph is, quote, remorseful for what he did. Obviously, he's saying that he's guilty. Mm -hmm. So you need to set him down. Yep. And if the union has a problem to that, then to hell with the union.
1: I think they should just him.
2: I think that's what they should do. But, you know, they're... it wouldn't make much of a difference with a guy like him that's not a star. But someone like Braylon Edwards, who's done really well with the Jets this year and has had Pro Bowl seasons in the past, they didn't do anything. And it should come down, if the NFL's not going to do it, the coach should have done it. Somebody needs to discipline these guys because no one's getting in trouble for driving drunk.
1: It's pretty yeah. messed up.
2: And that's the end of my soapbox for today. Anyway, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen.
1: You guys think about that. Send us your comments at RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball dot com or give us a call at one seven seven HarryHog and leave us a message. And we're going to take a break now. When we get back, we're going to talk the Pro Bowl. We're going to give our games and kicks. Talk a little bit about number five, the fantasy football yes, update, uh-huh. and that's right. much more. Let's see. Live. See you after the break. (laughs) You're listening to to Harry Hog hog Football. football, football, football. Please hang up and try again.
0: Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony: murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense (DUI). Charges like these often leave you asking questions: Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every Every case is is different. different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional, professional, professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757 757- 259 Two five nine nine three seven
1: seven. Hello. All right, we're back. John, are you back? Josh, you back?
0: I'm here, dude.
1: I was listening to that commercial break, and maybe Joe Joseph should call David Lee.
0: That could work. I'm sure David Lee would be happy to uh, help him, you know, even in Ashburn. Mm-hmm. For the right price. That's yo, yo, yo. The
1: For a modest fee uh... and um, yeah, season ticket.
0: John, Aaron was just saying maybe state Joe ball. Joseph should call David Lee.
2: Dude, he'll go to Ashburn.
1: That's right, for a small fee and sideline. You said passes.
2: small? Now don't go
0: negotiating for him. All
1: right, he for, said for uh, the that's right true. Price.
2: That's true. We are not authorized to uh, negotiate for David Lee Legal Services. We we just uh, appreciate his his benevolent sponsorship.
1: What about? He said for the right price, dude. What about <laughs> sideline passes for his life? <laughs> And a helicopter Life's ride. Helicopter ride from his house to the stadium for every game so he doesn't have to deal with the traffic.
2: Huh?
1: And Guinness. That's what during David the game. wants to <laughs> and do. And Guinness.
2: As long as he's not driving, he's good to go.
1: <laughs> he can get you off for that. Um, he sorry, he can rid you of the charges <laughs> for that. Good
2: good fix. There you go. Anyway,
1: Mistakes. um, Pro Bowl. Um, I don't think we got anyone in the Pro Bowl this year, if I'm not mistaken.
2: This the the, the entire. Let me give you the rundown on the Pro Bowl. The only Washington Redskin who will be going to Hawaii at this point as the third cornerback is none under, none other than D'Angelo Hall. And only because it's a position where two there's two starters and one backup on the team, so he is officially a Pro Bowler.
1: And the only reason is that because he had that, like four of that. A game. Is that what that was? The only reason it's he's got it be. is because of that game, and everyone heard about it and saw the highlights.
2: Yep. Nobody saw him in that game two weeks ago.
1: Oh no, because he wouldn't be going.
2: Good God. Um. So this will be his third Pro Bowl in his career. So good for him. Well, congratulations. That's good. He has had an up and down season, but congratulations to him. He does deserve kind of deserve it. Yeah. Especially for four um, the picks other, in one
1: game. I mean, let's face it, that's a, that's a pretty outstanding feat.
2: That's a pretty, pretty good deal, even though it was from Jay Cutler. Yeah. Um, Brian Arakpo, Mike Sellers, first alternate, so there's still a chance that they can make it in depending on Super Bowl teams and injuries. Uh, so the one-man like gang, Chris Cooley and London Fletcher are second al- alternates as well. London Fletcher
0: so. should be starting in the Pro Bowl.
1: Oh, we already said that. At least he finally got one last year.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't care. He should be sur- – I mean,
2: look. Just, the problem is he always ends up playing middle linebackers on crappy teams.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. And that's why. Yeah, and fair. he's not a flashy guy. I mean, yeah. why do you think it took so long fair. to get Art Monk into the hall? Same kind of thing.
0: Speaking of Art Monk, I just want to bring up that uh, I think Santana Moss is what uh, – He's catching up to, to Art Monk as far as number of 1,000-yard seasons,
1: right, in receiving? I think he's only one shy. That's for the Redskins, right? Redskins franchise. Yeah, for the Redskins with uh, the Art Redskins. Monk
2: and Gary Clark, who both have uh, five 1,000-yard receiving uh, seasons for the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: and Santana Moss
0: has four
2: now.
1: Yeah, uh, but you know so the difference? You know the difference, though? Art Monk Rings. and Gary Rings. Clark did those like playing on the same team.
2: Yeah, truly. <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? That's a and, good point, yeah. Santana Moss is like the only dude on our team that can catch, and they both had 100-yard, 100, 100, what am I trying to say? 1,000-yard yard seasons, seasons, seasons on the seasons. same season. Huh.
2: In some cases. Yeah, in some cases.
1: Actually, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm assuming because they overlapped. <laughs>
2: but anyway. I think it's a good assumption.
1: So, anyway, yeah, uh, congratulations to Santana Moss for uh, breaking 1,000 yards this week.
2: Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. big deal. I mean, mm-hmm. he's solid. If we if there were more talent around him, then he'd, he'd, he'd be
1: a pro getting
2: many more accolades and probably a pro bowler.
0: He did, although i got to say, I think Moss had a drop or two in this game that I was surprised by.
1: But not as bad as the week before. Oh, man.
2: Yeah, not as bad as that one, even though he had two touchdowns no. in that game. Um, yeah. Moss ended up finish, Finishing this game Leading with 5 for 85 Right Tied yeah, was coolly uh, for receptions But definitely much bigger Including that big 38 yarder Yeah
0: mm-hmm. And that was That was Cooley in this game The hey I'm wide open Hit me And uh,
2: Man that was just horrible
0: Speaking
1: of wow. dude I think it's about wow. time For the um, Let me see We won the game right
2: We won the game So yeah flip
1: flop it Alright the Covenant and Ever-Elusive Game Ball Award. The Game Ball Awards brought to you by Josh Allen and David Lee Legal Services <laughs> and Pete from Little Rock.
2: Who hates Dallas because he's a racist Does that mean player. I go
0: first? Brought to you by me? Yeah.
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah?
0: Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: sure.
2: Uh,
0: <clears throat> let's see. I, I will give being a defensive guy... Uh, I'm gonna give my game ball this week to. I think I gave it to him once before this year uh, to Philip Buchanan. I just felt like uh, a dude stepped in, or I think I maybe kicked him once before and was saying screaming that he sucked. So maybe this is the reverse of that. But I felt like he was playing with a passion, like a you know he had this fire. Uh, and I don't know if it's just he's you know got a second wind and a second chance here to come back in and
2: you know uh, he's been how long has he been in the league, Philip Buchanan?
0: Ten
1: years or so.
2: What? Ten years, yeah, something like that. I'll look it up. Yeah, real quick. this is
0: yeah, that's right. It's his ninth season. Um, yeah,
2: and he was a first round know. pick back
1: in the day. He did have he a was. huge game.
0: He had a really huge did. Game. I mean, he had four tackles on the day, but uh, just I, I just felt like every time I saw him playing, he was giving it his all. So uh, you know, I had to give him the game ball.
1: That's a good one. Well, who's next? John, you want to go?
2: Yeah, I'll go. Um, I'm going to give a shout to Graham Gano for kicking those two field goals. One of them, and, and it was windy.
1: And, I and was one like, of them was a pretty long yeah. one.
2: It was a 40-something yard. I swear I thought he was going to miss it.
1: I thought he was going to miss
2: 48, it. 48. Yeah, you were like, he's going to miss it. And I was like, no, dude. Remember a few weeks ago he kicked one and it went wide right and then he got close and he overcompensated with the wind and he went wide left. He's learned now. I think he's learned. And he he just drilled it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was good because the last field goal before this game, he had gone for a bit and he hadn't kicked one since the uh, since the Tampa Bay game. So that's that, I want to give him a shout out, but I don't think he quite deserves a game yet. Um, but glad he had a good game because, like Aaron, you especially have been saying, good young kicker. We got to stick with him. You know, we don't want to lose someone and have him be the next David Akers, like we did.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But my game ball goes to former seventh round pick defensive end now linebacker Rob Jackson.
1: He had a huge game. I think he had a sack. He, Rob
2: he had a sack, a 15-yard sack, sack and fumble. he forced a fumble in the game. Yeah, dude. That's and three right. tackles. Cuz yeah, you was, know um,
0: he was tied with London Fletcher on the day. Both of those guys, three tackles, a sack and a forced fumble.
2: He's one of those hungry guys, man. He's he's finally getting a chance to do something. You know, he stuck around at the seventh-round pick a couple years ago, maybe last year, and he stuck around enough, yeah. gave him a chance, yeah. and he really, really got out there and got after it. And, I mean, he even lost his number. He was like 90-something before, and now he's wearing 50, I think, like the Kerry Campbell number. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. out there now, and and he had a good game in a partially – in there for Brian Arakpo, So good for him. I'm really happy to see that. And, you know, we want to see these young guys get a chance and do stuff. So I thought he had a really big game.
0: He's a big, tall dude, man, 6'4", 255 pounds. Uh, he was what? Where did he go to school? Kansas State, right?
2: Kansas State. I think he's a Kansas State guy, like uh, like the yeah, BB K- Hummingbird. Kansas State,
1: I believe. Yeah, he had an awesome game, especially coming yeah. in, like, out of nowhere.
0: Who's
1: your game ball, uh, Aaron? I was thinking one, of giving it to Rob Jackson, but since John took it, I think I'm going to have to give it to Kevin Barnes because I was pretty impressed with how he. Um, even though John said that one touchdown was his fault, and it probably was, he he's playing a new position, and I've seen him a few times come up on on run um, like run blitzes and make tackles, and uh, had some hard hits, and was pretty good in defense down the field. Had the interception, of course. Um, I'm pretty impressed that you can play a position that you haven't played before in the NFL and still be probably yeah. as good, if not better, than Reed Dowdy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I was watching him this week, and yeah. um, I I kept seeing, every time I'd see Kevin Barnes and he'd make, you know, he had that one interception. That's a good one. I mean, this is another guy He had three tackles and an interception on the day. Um, but every time I see him, for some reason, I kept thinking of uh, Predator. Uh, what's his name? Uh, come on. Help me out. Horton. Your dog. Somewhere.
1: Horton
0: Heat? Yeah, yeah, Horton. Horton Heat. Horton <laughs> here is a who. Uh, I don't know if it's a hair or what, but I, for some reason, i look at him and go, is that the Predator? Oh, no, it's Kevin Morris. I did that like we a had a
2: lot of out. Predators on the field. Yeah, I was like, how come Doesn't all of our <laughs> defensive backs look
1: like clones?
2: <laughs> clones of the Predator.
1: They're all the Predators. There's like four of them out there. With their same hairdo hanging out of their helmets. <laughs>
2: All these Predator dudes. That's a good one. And, dude, I think you made a really good point. And, and I have not been a fan of Kevin Barnes and his limited play. I'm like, God, that guy is just not very good as a cover corner. I think that guy should convert the safety, especially after this game. The way he hits, he mm-hmm. needs to be a safety.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And he's I always agree with hit 100. percent Remember when he came in to the league and what was that uh, clip that we saw from uh, college? It was
2: that one when he played for Maryland in college and he hit that guy from California,
1: he made him puke.
2: And yeah, he made him puke right on the field. Usually they get the guy off the field before he pukes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we were like, <laughs> "Whoa, dude, you got to see this on YouTube." Yeah, well, that guy,
2: guy just rolls over and's like. Burgh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but in his limited service on the field, he's been terrible as a cover corner, so I may safety might be the way to go for him. Yeah. It might be.
0: Dude, John, I gotta point out, uh I thought you were gonna give your game ball to uh Jeremy Jarman. I thought he was your dog. That's
2: Aaron's dog. Oh, okay.
1: That's Aaron's my dog, dog, but I, I like even, him too though. I didn't I I don't even remember I know he had some good plays, but for some reason when I was watching the game I didn't key on watching him.
0: He had a half a sack. He and Andre Carter sh- uh, shared a sack.
1: Sick. <laughs> That's sick. Dude.
2: <laughs> um, he had going, a solid uh, game, too. I agree. With, he did have a solid with, game because he's been having without, trouble switching over to a defensive end or from defensive end to linebacker as well.
1: He had a solid sack. Without,
0: without going there and pulling pulling the mines out of the gutter, uh, Half a sack. Andre Carter. What
1: do you mean? Yeah. Pa, pa.
0: Because I mentioned Andre Carter earlier. He had a big game. Uh Four tackles, one assist, a half sack. I mean, Adam Carriker had a sack.
1: Yeah, Adam Carriker Carriker had a huge game too.
0: Defense had a good game.
1: I thought about giving my game ball to Carriker because there was a number of occasions where I was like, "Man, he had a nice play there."
2: Well, who else deserves a shout out before we move on to uh, some 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 big kicks?
1: Uh, I don't know, but we need to hurry up and wrap this up. We got about five minutes, so. I think yeah, we are coming oh, yeah.
0: Aaron's, Aaron's trying to keep us in under an hour these days. That's
1: another so shit. All right, yeah. yeah, that I mean that's enough. We don't have to give any more shout-outs to those dudes.
2: I think I think all we're right. pretty much covered everybody
1: actually. All right, line them up. All right, line em up. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls award. It's time for the kick on the balls award, brought to you by John Adams. Ah, <laughs> uh,
2: well. Big John, Big
0: John, good
2: John. All right. Well, I guess I'll go first. I'm gonna give my kick, even though I'm gonna give my kick to the one guy from the 7-Eleven parking lot that did not have a good game he recorded a couple tackles but man it looked like he was the game was going so fast and he was just a step behind everything and it was Aaron's dog macho man macho Harris
1: dude that was. I know
2: he's I know he's not you know he's only played a couple games with the Redskins but he played with the Eagles last year you know his nickname's macho What's his real You can't, name, can't be running in at the end of every single play. I mean, he wasn't even running at the end of every single play and doing the aw shucks" thing with his arms like some guys always do. He was running in and like jumping in all late and jumping over the guy <laughs> or just running in and coverage. He just he had a bad game.
0: Yeah, he was pretty. What's good. his real name, dude?
2: Um, it's like I can't remember Vincent. his real first name because they gave. Apparently, his mom gave him the nickname Macho. I think.
0: It's hey, Vincent. he's got
2: the same birthday as me. How about that, Vincent? Yeah, yeah. Dude, you were born in
0: 1986.
2: (laughs) Uh, man, I wish I'd still be in college. Uh, well, wait, wait, wouldn't I? No, well, if I'd still be in college, I'd be in like my third senior year.
1: Dude, no people (laughs) born in (laughs) but man, 25 was a
2: really good time. So you know that wouldn't be too bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Josh, who's your who is your uh, kicking the balls going to?
0: Uh, It's really easy and quick. Chris Cooley, moving on.
1: Dude, you totally
2: snagged that from me. See, I left Chris Cooley open for Aaron because I knew Aaron really wanted to give this one. That's all right. Aaron hates Chris Cooley. That's all right.
1: He got more than a kick in the balls from me this week. He got the you're going to get traded award. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you gave Chris Cooley the
2: kick in the balls for the year two years ago.
1: (laughs) I I did, (laughs) didn't I? Yeah, that was the year he got married, man. All right. All right, well, if Aaron, wants to give it, if Aaron wants to
0: give it to him, I'll give another
1: one. And I really don't like, I mean, I really don't hate Chris Cooley either. I think he's a good player. I just, for some reason, I'm, I'm rough on him. I don't know
2: why. You expect a lot out of him.
1: Yeah, I expect more out of him. I expect Kinda
2: him like more. Kind
1: of like my 12th grade English teacher, Expected more out of that him.
2: That said, I think he was beating she himself did. up pretty She's good. A good teacher.
1: Anyway. Alright, I'm gonna give my kick in the balls award since you took that one to something that for some reason is hanging around in my mind right now. And it's for Brandon mm-hmm. Banks for when he got up and threw the ball at oh, the back yeah. of that dude. What was that, dude? Seriously.
2: I, I didn't Seriously. think that looked that bad,
1: honestly. It looked like he was, it was all annoyed, uh... mad, and just threw it at him like Meh.
2: he just kinda of flicked it over at him almost. But yeah, obviously. It was an obvious Stup- that's when Aaron and I were we were talking on the phone at that time we were like man he's no longer bb hummingbird he's da hummingbird for dumb ass that's like Mike. that's like that's like taking your helmet off in the field of play
1: it's <laughs> that's not just like a the dumb
2: 15 yard penalty well, well the
1: worst part of it was it wasn't like the guy did anything like you know to take him down by his face mask or stood over him and taunted him or anything he just made the tackle it was a good play yeah. he threw the ball at him
2: yeah, that was that was a poor, poor judgment on his part. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, so I'm he gonna... got he got the D A Hummingbird nickname for the rest of that game. Oh yeah, and I also Dude's want to monitor. give another
1: little small kick in the balls to Kyle Shanahan for um, bringing in uh, BB Hummingbird when it was like, I don't know, second and goal from the one. Like we're going to run the Hummingbird up the middle
0: for a useless wildcat.
1: Yeah, like who bid on that? Yeah, <laughs> who bid on that play? <laughs> Come on, dude. All right. um,
0: I, I, I was going to give another little mini-kick to uh, the third-year man out of Oregon State, our little mini-kicker himself, Sam Pelescu. Our punter. Dude, what was with that super short
1: punt? He had that really bad one at an inopportune time, but I think he kind of made up for it later in the game. He started getting a little, a little better. His
0: longest on the day was 52 yards, but that one right there, man, that reminded me of, like, John Adams at the Beach Blitz five years ago.
1: Yeah.
2: Dude, I'm an awesome kicker. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but
1: he, this is <laughs> – I mean, this is his second game back, and, you know, I'm not going to get too rough on him yet. So he just gets a little backhand to the crotch.
2: He get uh, like like the little – like when you're walking by him, like well, he's got his back to you and you walk by him, and you just – as you're walking by, you swing your right arm over and go.
1: Yeah, the little – Backhand
2: to the crotch. Is, is that like something – Casey Raymond's used to
1: that. A little backhand
2: Oh man, that is such a that is such a middle school junior high. Thing. Yeah, it's a little backhand. Everyone used to do that back then. It's
1: a little backhand knuckle to the crotch.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're just like, like <laughs> That little flick almost.
1: Anyway. <gasps> um, all right, we got to wrap this thing up, dudes. Uh, let me see. Uh <laughs> hey, let's talk about McNabb next week cuz this thing's getting a little bit long.
2: Yeah, who cares? McNabb's dead to me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, um, yeah. Just real quick, the game next week has been moved to four fifteen. So don't forget. And um, right on. I just wanted to point out the fantasy football league. It's coming down to the final game this week, right, John?
2: As a matter of fact, the final matchup between the. Uh First top-ranked uh, Knights Who Kick UK Arse versus the Abergorky Warriors, who are based in the UK, mm-hmm. um, is going on right now because they're in the third quarter in Philadelphia. And it uh, looks like Abergorky is going to win it because he has three guys playing for the Eagles, and the Knights done, so he may be our champion this week barring uh, Michael Vick throwing seven picks and being sacked five times and fumbling three times. And
1: I will give you another update from Simon himself before the game tonight sent a message on the football page that says, yep, the Brits have had the snow for the past month and now we've sent it across the pond. The Knights had better hope that the weather leads to lots of fumbles and missed kicks. otherwise this one is in the bag.
2: Solid. Yeah, there's been great, great U.S. UK smack talk this week. So good times in the fantasy football league. We'll 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 crown the champion next week, but it's it's most likely going to be uh, Simon who is new this year. So we'll talk about that next week. But it's looking good for him.
1: Okay, awesome. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, Happy New Year. Um, hail to the Redskins. Good victory. Let's go in and beat the Giants. Uh, start the year off right. Um, hail to the Redskins. Thanks to David Lee. And let me see. Am I forgetting anything?
0: Yep. Yeah, thanks to everybody. Follow us on Twitter at Harry Hogg. Uh, shout outs to Dude Man Wit, Todd, Cali Skins Guy, all those folks that are chiming in. And uh, don't forget, if you're doing any
2: post-Christmas shopping, shop through Dick's the Amazon loves. link on our website. If you, you want, want some it, Dick's plugs, we'll, you can
1: go through there. We'll talk to you guys you next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, especially after they got beat by the Cardinals,
2: happy New Year, everybody! It's almost that time. Of course, we're still already in preseason last year. Three little pets.